0: You're listening to Al Pastor, the show that helps you love God, love your neighbor, and eat more tacos. I'm your host, Pastor Brian. Welcome to the show. Well, hello. I want to welcome you to the uh, podcast today. We're going to be covering Genesis 19, verses 23 through 38. What an interesting title, right? Fire, brimstone, and incest. I know, kind of crazy. So what in the world is going on with our passage of Scripture? Today I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach with you. I am going to just frame two of the big issues that are here, um, rather than do a walkthrough, but there are plenty of things for you to think about and consider. So in our first section, which covers Genesis 19, 23 through 29, it's the issue of Lot's wife becoming a pillar of salt that's kind of a strange thing. And the command is, is, you know, don't, don't look back. Right. And so, um, sometimes we can envision some Sunday school lessons and like, you know, Hey, just walk forward. Don't turn around. And if you turn around, you're going to turn into a pillar of salt. And I don't know if you ever played a game before when you were a kid, like don't step on the crack or you're going to break your mama's back. Right. Now, this is not a case of playing the childhood game. Uh, what Lot's wife did, most likely, and I'll show you the reason for interpreting this way, is that she actually went back. She actually went back into Sodom. And there's an interesting portion of scripture, which is recorded in the book of Luke, chapter 17, Verse 32. If you want a verse to, to memorize besides Jesus wept, you should memorize Luke 17, 32, because Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. So I encourage you to go back, read a little bit of Luke 17, the, the closing verses, like from, uh, I'm just scoping it out here, from 20 down to 37. Just go through and preview that and see what Jesus is trying to say. And so there seems to be an indication that Lot's wife turned back to Sodom. Um, there's also, <clears throat> so that's the, that's the first issue. There's also a lot of good things with Morris. So if you're wondering, how did it rain fire and brimstone? If uh, you need some kind of a, like a logical approach from this, um, Morris does a really good job speculating if it definitely could have been maybe volcanic activity, if it could have been earthquake, unlocking some sulfur, um, deposit that shot up into the air and rained down. There's, I, you know, for me, for me personally, okay, for me personally, it doesn't matter. I mean, if God said he rained me balls, I'm going to say y- you did because you're God, right? However, um, Morris gives you a really good, um, uh, Uh, geological explanation behind that. So I'd encourage you to read Morris, the Genesis record, as he elaborates on that. Now, the next issue, let's get this out of the way. Uh, We've got a little bit of the fire in the brimstone, right? And now we have Lot and his daughters. What in the world is going on with this? Why did they do what they did? This is what I would call um, knowing just enough to get you into trouble, Okay, think about that. You know just enough about God, but you're not serving God. You know just enough to get you in trouble. This is the case. And so um, what I'm going to tell you hold with a grain of salt, okay? I do believe this is the most likely case. I hold this loosely um, because it comes from extra biblical sources. But there is a tradition that starting with Adam and all the way down to Enoch, that they kept their records. And one of those is known as a stile. That is um, things that were written down. And so there are writings, and this is mentioned in one of the first century historians, a man by the name of Josephus. He's not a Christian. This is not the Bible, okay? However, he documents um, from Seth uh, all the way down into Enoch that there was two warnings, that the Lord was going to destroy the earth, once by a flood and once by fire. And these, among many other things, were recorded on these steles. Uh, one, uh, it was it was recorded on uh, rock, chiseled into rock. Uh, in case there would be a flood, it could survive. And then there was the exact same stele recorded on clay. In case the Lord decided to destroy the earth by fire, it would be Thoroughly baked in. Now Josephus says that you can go, and somehow they were known to that day. So apparently, uh, you know, fifteen hundred years later, to yeah, about fifteen hundred years later, their their whereabouts were still known. So I want you to think about this. The uh, the story of Lot, he had some knowledge of God that had been passed down. They know that the flood had already occurred. There's no doubting that, right? Because they were direct descendants. But they also know that the Lord was going to judge the earth by fire. And you also might wonder, well, how did, where does that come from? Well, it's in the book of Second Peter. Enoch prophesied about it. In, you, you can go see a little bit in the book of Jude. It's also in the book of Revelation. God will destroy the earth once again by fire. He will completely renovate it. So they have a knowledge of this. Now, imagine what's happening as they're fleeing from Sodom. Okay, this is, I want you to put yourself in the daughter's perspective. They're fleeing Sodom, and they are thinking, this is it. We are the last ones here on earth. The prophecy has come to pass. Now, why am I saying, you know, just enough to get you in trouble? Well, they're not living right. They shouldn't have been there in the first place if they were where Abraham is serving serving the Lord, although Abraham is not perfect, right? They would have had a better vantage point and they wouldn't have been in the mess in the first place. But they think that this is the apocalypse and they are the last ones that are left. I want to draw your attention to verse number 31. It says, And the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old and there's not a man on earth I think you should underline that. There's not a man in earth. I'm reading that out of the ESV. Let me look in the new King James. Yep. There is no man on earth to come to us as is the custom of all the earth. So they're like, this is it. We are now the new Noah and his family. That's all that's going to be left. So of course, what are they going to do? They they've got to do what they've got to do. They've got to get their father because their father's probably not going to go along with this, or you know they've come to this epiphany or this realization. So they've got to do what they've got to do. Now this is not excusing by any means, but hopefully it could get you a little bit into the context. So um, what I'm going to do is I will post on Faith Life, post several resources where I get this from. the reason that I'm giving this to you is because this is actually not your typical um, interpretation. It's actually, this this has taken me a long, long time to get to. It's a lot of digging. It's not like I just came up with this yesterday. Um, And to be quite frank with you, not very many commentaries will take the time to cover this they will really skim over this part and just say, you know, hey, this is, and, and and a lot of it is true. I'm not saying that it's unworthy. It's not necessary to go into some of the other commentators, but what they'll just say is that this is just um, a result in of sin and, and the influence of Sodom. And while those things are certainly true, we don't deny that. There's more to the story with this. So I hope that helps you a little bit on making some sense. Um. And that's gonna that's gonna wrap up this this episode. Uh, keep in mind, the last few verses. Um, we need to see the result of this. Although this was um, definitely sin, right? Not God's plan, not God's will. There's a result, and we're gonna see Moab, and we're gonna see Ammon. And as we go through the Torah this year, you're gonna see these two nations that come as a result. Come against against Israel, the Moabites. So super, super interesting. So please, please, Luke 17, uh, 32, remember Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. We can't go back. We cannot go back to Sodom. All right, if you've got any other questions or things that are kind of burning within you, I know I didn't uh, cover everything. If there's something I can pray with you about, please let me know. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Al Pastor with Brian Overturf. If you found value in this, please subscribe and get updates. Most places podcasts are available. We're right here on Anchor FM through Spotify. Also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode. Until then, we'll see you later.